Syria's war has been filtering into Lebanon. In the past month, more than 30 people have been killed in the northern Lebanese city of Tripoli. And the violence echoes what's happening in Syria. Fighters who back Syria's President Assad are battling anti-Assad partisans. And as Ben Gilbert reports, the fight is neighborhood against neighborhood. Mita Mohammed and her three-and-a-half-year-old daughter live in the wrong apartment in Tripoli. It has a direct line of sight onto a hill nearby, so it's a perfect firing position when fighting breaks out in the city, like last Monday. Gunmen uh, forced them to leave their house because they told them, you have to leave now, we want to have a fight, we want to have a clash. Mita says she's forced to move to her mother-in-law's home every time the fighting starts up, which is often. Six people died in Monday's violence. This should end, Mita says. They should live in peace together. They're not going to get rid of the other side. No one is going to win. These are local clashes that pit two warring neighborhoods against each other. They have one thing in common, a lot of unemployed young men. But they're divided over everything else, ethnic and religious identity, and especially their stance on the conflict next door in Syria. On one side is the Sunni Muslim neighborhood of Bab al-Tabene. People here support the Syrian opposition, and they oppose Lebanon's Hezbollah, which is allied with Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. Above them, on a hill a few hundred meters away, is the Jebel Mohsen neighborhood. The people here support Syrian President Assad and Hezbollah, and, like Assad, are from the minority Alawite religious sect. Ali Farah is spokesman for the Alawite political party in Lebanon. He tells me Sunni extremists started Monday's fight. The Alawite people of Jebel Mohsen are in danger from the people around them. Human Rights Watch wrote about this, he says. The Alawites and the Sunnis get along well in Tripoli. It's the extremist Sunnis who don't get along with the Alawites. Farah spoke by phone from Jebel Mohsen because the sniper fire made it too dangerous to go interview him up on the hill. The Sunni fighters down below told us the same thing when we said we wanted to visit their front lines. So, a 41-year-old Sunni fighter from Bebel Tabene met us at a mosque on the edge of his neighborhood. He asked us to call him Abu Bara. He arrived on a motorbike with one of his young street fighters. Both carried Kalashnikov rifles in broad daylight. When he's not fighting, Abu Bara is a baker. But he says he's a Salafi Muslim, an ultra-conservative Sunni, all the time. He says Lebanon Sunnis have been steamrolled by Syria and Hezbollah. That's why he's taken up arms, to defend against the Alawites in Jebel Mohsen. But the defense is chaotic. Abu Bara says that ever since the Sunni leader in Lebanon, former Prime Minister Saad Hariri, went into self-imposed exile two years ago, the Sunni community has been in disarray. The problem with the Sunnis in Lebanon is that there's no leader to unite all of them, to take command, to direct them, he says. Everyone is acting on his own will. This lack of leadership has created a vacuum in Lebanon's Sunni community, and analysts say Salafist extremists are filling it. And some of them encourage young Lebanese and Syrians in Lebanon to go fight in Syria. In Tripoli, the Lebanese army patrols and armored personnel carriers, like this one, to try to keep the peace. They've attempted to stop the clashes, but the fighting has grown more intense in the past month. Lebanese security forces say that in May, more than 1,000 rocket-propelled grenades and mortars were fired during one 24-hour period. Even areas of the city that aren't usually affected by the fighting, like downtown Tripoli, have felt the impact. 
Last Sunday night, a small bomb destroyed a coffee shop run by an Alawite man. His neighbor, a Sunni named Ahmed Shawrani, owns a clothing shop next door that was also damaged. We have very good relations with the coffee shop owner, Sharani says. He's a very good person. He doesn't bother anyone. Many in this city are sick of the fighting and the tension comes along with it. Khaled Merhab is a local lawyer. The baddest thing about this all is the total absence of the state. The army isn't interfering. Uh, the police, they, they never interfere. We see people running with guns and shooting on TV and proudly talking about their guns. And if somebody holds a weapon on TV and says, I'm going to p- kill the Sunnites or the Alawites, nobody moves. Down the block, at an Alawite-owned cafe on Tripoli's main street, an employee named Hanan Taraf says she isn't afraid. But the cafe is closing earlier than usual because young men ride by on motorcycles in a way that spooks her. We usually stay open until 1 a.m., Taraf says, but tonight we'll close at 9 or 9.30 because of the guys on the motorcycles. For The World, I'm Ben Gilbert, Tripoli, Lebanon.